You're listening to the Every Student, Every Day podcast with me, Jim Franchini, superintendent of the Averill Park Central School District. Welcome to this episode of the Every Student, Every Day podcast. Uh, here in the district, we do a lot of things for our community and our families, especially our students and their families who are most in need. And we thought during this holiday season, we would kind of shine the light on that. Uh, I thank the people who are joining us today. One thing that was very obvious as we had this idea and started to communicate with folks is no one is very comfortable about kind of bragging about what they do and celebrating themselves. And they're all representing different buildings. They, no one really want to talk about uh, the great things that they're doing because I think you'll hear from this group, they're all doing it uh, for the right reasons, which is really to help out uh, folks who are not as fortunate and no one is looking for the credit. So we had to uh, kind of convince some people to join us and we appreciate them doing that um, and sharing some really cool stuff that's going on uh, throughout all five of our buildings. So with that as our our beginning, we'll go around uh, the room and have everyone introduce themselves. You can just say your name, uh, kind of what building you're representing and maybe your role within the building that would be helpful for our audience. Uh, we'll start at the high school. How about you, Jeff? Hi, Jim, thank you. Uh, my name is Jeff Brown. I'm a French teacher at the high school, and I'm fortunate in that I teach 9, 10, 11th, and 12th graders, so I do teach all the grades up here at the high school in French. Um, other than teaching, I'm the co-advisor to the Key Club. I co-advise with Veronica Gabri, who's an English teacher here, and over the years, I've sort of taken on the responsibilities of what we call the dress down uh, fundraising that we do on paydays. So French teacher and a couple other things on the side. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, we'll go to the middle school, Amber. My name is Amber, or Amber Town. I'm the school psychologist and 504 chairperson at the middle school. Thank you, Amber. Now let's go over to West Sand Lake. I am Megan Boychamp. I am the school counselor at West Sand Lake. I also um, am the coordinator for the backpack program at the elementary schools for our district. And um, I'm a member of our character ed team here at West Sand Lake, which um, facilitates a lot of really awesome events for our school. Excellent, thanks, Megan. Post and kill. I'm Trish Bradley. I'm the Post and Kill School Counselor here, and I'm also part of our character education team. Great. Thank you, Trish. And from Miller Hill Sand Lake Elementary School. Thank you so much for having me. Um, my name is Katie Padalino. I am the school nurse over at Miller Hill Sand Lake, um, and I also work very closely with Megan for the backpack program over here at Miller Hill. So thanks for having me. Excellent. Thank you for joining us. And that backpack program, I think we'll hear a lot about today. It does a, a ton of good. Uh, so that's a good one that we have. So the district does do a lot to help out and support our, our needy families throughout the year, especially during the holiday season, as I mentioned. Can you each talk us through what students and staff are involved in in your own building? I guess we'll go a little bit reverse order. We'll start with the elementaries. Um, how about over at Post and Kill, Trish? What's going on over there? Over at Post and Kill, we do a lot of things to help support our families. Um, probably one of the most prominent programs that we have right now is our K-Kids. And what's special about K-Kids is 22 of our fifth graders participate in um, service activities for the school, for the community, for families. We currently have a kindness closet 
um, which is completely ran by K-Kids and its advisors. And within our kindness closet, we have the ability to provide families with cleaning supplies, laundry detergent, everyday staples that are not always necessarily available at a food pantry. Um, and that is completely self-sustained here in the building. The kids um, help stock it. They help make the list for the things that are needed for it. And they help actually package it and get it out to um, families within our building or community that are in need of it. Everything, of course, is confidential, um, but they take a lot of pride in the things they do. Um, K-Kids is also part of seasonal to, um, sales here within our building um, where they sell merchandise to some of the other kids in the classrooms. And we fundraise that way to be able to provide um, donations to different charities and different fundraisers within the community. It's completely kid-driven, and we're able to have the kids choose where the donations go to kind of help it be full circle and get back out into our community. So that's one of our, our things that we're really proud of. This year, we were able to help nine families with over 30 children for the holidays with the help of our community um, and support from different agencies within the community. Um, so that was really awesome to be able to help that many people as well. Great, thank you, Trish. That's a lot of really cool stuff. Um, Katie, how about Miller Hill Sand Lake? Um, over at Miller Hill, we do a lot around the holidays. We work very closely with Kiwanis. Um, they serve um, roughly about 30 of our families here at Miller Hill Sand Lake for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Um, they do um, food baskets and gifts for the kids. The Miller Hill Sand Lake staff, um, we do a big gift card drive where we um, collect hundreds of dollars in gift cards and then donate them back to Kiwanis to use as gifts for the older children in the middle and high school. Um, we also do our um, district or our um, school-wide annual fall food drive. Um, we have the kids participate in that, organizing the food. They make boxes with signs. They have signs in the hallway to help promote it. And all of the um, food that's donated goes right back to Kiwanis to give back to the families for holiday help. Um, we also work closely with local businesses and associations. Um, we too at Miller Hill Sand Lake have many families that are um, adopted and given help for holiday as far as gifts are concerned. Um, we also have coat drives, hat drives, mitten drives for all of our students. Um, we have a lot of children who are in need of um, winter gear so they can safely participate in outdoor recess. And um, each year we have a lot of our Miller Hill Sand Lake families that actually come to me wanting to donate um, full winter gear for kids, you know, snow pants, coats, boots, hats, gloves, all of it. So it's really nice how our families here help other families in our school. And then last but not least, we do participate. We have a large um, number of children here at Miller Hill Sand Lake that participate in the Regional Food Bank um, Backpack Program. So we're pretty busy over here helping our kids. That's, uh, again, so many outstanding things that really benefit people. Thank you. Uh, Megan, how about over at uh, West Sand Lake? Well, uh, we have many of the same initiatives going on right now that the other two folks mentioned. Um, we also had uh, five families that were adopted with the generosity of Unbreakable Nutrition in the 43 Mall. They helped 
I mean, they are very, very generous. Uh, this year, we also had help from Warriors Competitive Cheer Group. Um, they had they had a giving tree that um, all of the families participated in that. And I also had um, a family who they don't even have children in school yet. Their child will be in kindergarten next year and they reached out and wanted to help. So they donated um, good gloves, not just gloves, but the good waterproof gloves that <laughs> elementary kids need at recess. Um, so we're, we're very, very thankful for that community support. Um, here in-house, our K-Kids are also very active. They have two big programs at this time of year. Um, the first one is Toys for Tyler. This was um, born about 10 years ago um, out of a family's grief, quite honestly. Um, there was a little boy named Tyler who was a student at West Sand Lake and unfortunately passed away way too young. And to keep his memory alive, his family does a toy drive. And those are distributed to Concerns You. Um, excuse me, distributed through Concerns You. So um, all the things that we collect go go to them for families in need. Um, they also, the K-Kids also um, are doing Hopper, Operation Holiday Cheer, which is a branch of Meals on Wheels, um, which is, is through the Office of Aging in Rensselaer County. Um, and that is for our older folks in our community who who get Meals on Wheels, which are typically um, alone or housebound or, you know, just in general needing um, cheer at the holidays. So they collected things like fuzzy socks or puzzle books or things like that that um, could be easily included with the Meals on Wheels um, deliveries. So those are the, the holiday type things that we have going on right now. Um, but there's so much more. I, I We'll get into it later. <laughs> Thanks, Megan. Uh, Amber, how about Algonquin? Yeah, I mean, following a similar theme, I think one thing that always impresses me about Algonquin is just how I feel like selfless all the teachers and community members and parents are. Um, you know, when you're talking about people not wanting to take credit, I feel like it's not, it's a very common occurrence for, you know, a teacher to come in with a whole bag of food and I'm like, oh, what are you carrying? Oh, just, you know, food for the counseling center. Um, so just, things that are just this integrated part of the day that they're not asking for credit for, nobody asked them to do. Um, and as far as student involvement, um, you know, we have Builders Club, we have SLAMS, um, Student Council, and, you know, all those kind of center around that service learning community um, outreach piece. Um, for Builders, I know that um, that's part of Kiwanis. Um, they held a collection for like mittens and gloves and hats and scarves and all of those things. Um, and they had a really good turnout. Slams, um, I know currently they are doing a candy cane grams um, and the money towards that goes towards supporting the food pantry. Um, and then student council, um, they hold the annual toys for tots. And I could just tell you right now, our um, box on the side of the um, main office is like overflowing um, as it usually is. <laughs> um, so there's just a lot of, I feel like community and building level support. Um, and it's just always really nice to see. Great. Thank you, Amber. And Jeff, how about at the high school? Well, being a school teacher, I'm not really in the loop necessarily with what's happening everywhere, but I do know um, it's sort of an organic thing, kind of like what the other folks were discussing. It's not really in our job descriptions to help out this way, but it's just organic and it, it happens because of so many different groups here at the high school that do want to help out. Key Club and Student Government uh, is, is, is 
is a student-focused uh, food drive right now, which is traditional for this time of year. Um, and I know the counseling center and a teacher um, established a giving tree like some of the other folks were discussing. And that just appeared in our staff from one day with follow-up on emails, of course. But it was just one more thing that we have here to try to just help students a little. Uh, we knew which students were uh, looking for something in particular. Those All those students were adopted by teachers or staff members. And just today in the guidance office, when I stopped in, I saw that um, many of the counselors were busy wrapping all those things and putting them in, in bags ready to go. I know that the main office, the people, the administrators and the uh, support staff in the main office, they adopt a family just on their own. It's just something that they have been doing for years. Um, and with the dress down that I'm uh, involved with on paydays, um, we continually raise funds for needy families in the area. And um, so far this year, just of teachers paying for um, on, on dress down day, we've raised <clears throat> $780, but more than half of that was just for one family who just experienced a house fire. And one of the, one of the children in that fire uh, is a student here at the high school. So that's just one example of how kind of working quickly on our feet with our dress down funds, we can support a family immediately with those needs that they have. So I know there are a lot more things here at the high school, but I don't have my hand necessarily in those or I'm in the loop. But those are some examples of what we do, especially right around the holiday time. Great, thanks, Jeff. So those are some obviously a, a lot of activities, a lot of great events, and kind of talking about the end result of the activities. Can you talk about a little bit what goes into the planning behind the scenes, some of the work that you do or a part of that you see that's going on to make that happen? So for us, I think everybody in the counseling center has a really big role, um, ex you know, especially our two school counselors, our social worker and um, our counseling center secretary. And I think one of the funny thing is when I was asking them kind of about what they do and how they impact, not a single person wanted credit for it. They're like, just, just say it's all the students. Um, you know, just say it's all student involvement. Don't say anything about us. So, you know, I could tell that, you know, they're they're doing it because they want to. Um, but, you know, they come in early, they stay late, they're doing things on the weekends. Everybody's, you know, collaborating, talking to parents, talking to teachers, seeing what people need. Um, I think there's just a lot that goes into it, especially, you know, teachers as well um, with the different club leaders. I think that there is a lot of pieces that go into it that people don't necessarily see. And they also don't really want credit for because they just, you know, they're just doing it because they want to. Um, this, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead, Katie. No, I was just going to kind of piggyback off of what Amber said. I, we do have a lot of involvement with the teachers, um, our school psychologists. Um, I work closely with our building principal, just kind of identifying the families in need. Um, a lot of it is the relationship and rapport that I have developed over the years with the families to be able to reach out to them, um, offer help have them be willing to accept the help which is sometimes a big challenging thing so um and then if it's being a family that's being adopted for the holidays um you have to coordinate lists that are sent home to be filled out and returned to school and then of course coordinating with the generous donors or businesses that have offered to help um help these families out picking up the gifts um, dropping off the gifts to the families or contacting the families for deliveries. So there's a lot of moving pieces to make this happen, but I too feel that a lot of um, 
the people who help just do it out of the kindness of their heart. So it is, it's always a nice um, thing to be involved in and um, nice to see the staff find the rewards behind it as well. Um, I, I'd like to just um, circle it back to the backpack program for a second, because um, here in April Park, um, Mrs. Ferlito's skills class at the high school um, really runs the entire thing. And um, I don't know if people realize how labor intensive it is and how many great skills they are practicing and learning um, throughout this. It is a community service for them, but it's also, you know, helping them practice some really important skills. Mm -hmm. But um, we're up to 40 elementary students in the district. And so they have to uh, pick up the food from the food bank on Wednesdays, sort it, um, kind of organize it, count it, uh, bag it. And we do have a couple of um, special dietary issues this year. So the bagging and the organization has to be really on point. Um, and then they deliver it to each elementary school to ensure that it gets out on time on Fridays. And um, I know today, for example, they they picked up food today. It's Wednesday, the 21st. And I know a lot of students are enjoying holiday parties and movies and things like that. And they went to the food bank and things didn't go as planned. So they had to wait there. And I know that they're going to spend the majority of their afternoon um, packing for us so that we have it tomorrow because we have no school on Friday. And um, those kids, they just do a great job under the direction mm -hmm. of Mrs. Ferlito. Um, and I'm, I'm just the, the program really would not run in our district without them. So mm -hmm. that's a behind the scenes thing for sure that um, I really want our community to realize because they do mm -hmm. a great job. They really do. I think everything is just a product of that collaboration and teamwork and all of us working together to be able to provide out to our families and our community and just have those wraparound services. I know a lot of our planning goes through our student support team here. Um, we have weekly meetings. We discuss, you know, what needs need to be met, what needs to happen. And we work all together to make those things happen for everybody. And at the high school, what I'm most familiar with, as I said, was our just our little dress down fundraiser that we do on paydays. And that's more sort of a triage. That's more of an immediate type need that comes to me. Either it could be our administration who knows of a student who has a specific need at that specific time. Guidance office will often reach out to me and say, I have an idea for dress down and I'm all ears. I, I really just promote it. I don't have my feet on the ground and know who may be that needy person at that time. I reached out to our school resource officer, guidance, administration, uh, nurse's office, and they will let me know if there is or if there isn't. And it's it's a good week when we don't have anybody to help, but there have been plenty of times, especially recently, where uh, we do have to reach out and help somebody from our community, you know, one or two or more people. Great, thank you. Yeah, it's, I think a common theme there about people, uh, kind of grassroots, kind of just helping out, chipping in, doing what they can, not wanting that um, credit for it. And then a lot of work, I'm familiar with that backpack program in particular and the layers that go on to that from picking up the food to getting it here to getting it packed and ready and distributed. It's, it's very labor intensive and just kind of continues to cycle each time. And if I could just add one more thing to that, Dr. Franchini, um, we, we have a very, um, 
healthy donation system in place uh, thanks to staff here at this school district because many staff have elected to have the the auto deduction from their paycheck every single week to go to our account at the regional food bank and one dollar a week or one dollar a pay period is is not that big of a deal but it really really adds up when all of our efforts are combined so um you know it, it kind of takes the the guesswork out of it for us because there's not a lot of fundraising that has to happen because the generosity of the staff in this district is so huge that uh, they just continue and continue to give every year every every paycheck so it's really spectacular it, that's a great point we started the payroll deduction a couple years ago now and it's really helped to keep that funded uh, for any listeners who would like to contribute that information is on our website uh, there's a way to contribute to the program and that certainly helps us out as well uh, the money goes right to the food bank and then it goes into we have accounts there and everything kind of funnels through that so you mentioned a lot of activities and outcomes what um what are you particularly proud of when it comes to this area that's kind of involved in your building you know either this year or over the years one thing that I'm particularly proud of here at West Sand Lake um, is our harvest run. Um, so we we did this this fall. We actually had it on Halloween this year, um, and it was our second annual this fall. And um, as Katie mentioned, they do a food drive. I believe Trish does at Post and Kill as well, do a food drive in the fall, um, which goes to Kiwanis. Our partners at Kiwanis are spectacular, and any family can request assistance at Thanksgiving and Christmas from Kiwanis. Um, but what I'm particularly proud of um, is that we have incorporated um, a social skills type component to the Harvest Run. Um, we have this great picture book that we share with the students and we do a little bit of a lesson about how important it is for us to take care of each other and look out for our community and um, everybody might need help sometime in their lives and everybody has an opportunity to be the helper at some time in their lives. So so not just the food is being collected, but really helping the, the children understand really deeply like how important that is um, to just care about each other in the community. So I'm really proud of that. And and when you have the discussion with them in their in their groups, you can tell by their responses that they really understand why we why we have to show compassion to to others. So that's I'm really proud of that here. My experience with helping students has really, as I say, been more of a one-on-one -on -one or one student at a time experience. And I had to go back to my notes and look at some of what we've raised in the past. And it was back in 2018, towards the end of the year, that I was alerted by a guidance counselor at the high school that one of our students uh, was having a, an especially difficult time. Um, this person came from a very financially precarious situation. They had just experienced a death in their family and this person was getting ready to graduate. And it was a, a student loved by all who was very active in all sorts of things. And in about two days, uh, the faculty and staff at the high school raised enough money to just about cover her first semester tuition at Hudson Valley. She was the first student who in her family went to college. And because it came from the guidance counselor, and I send out emails every other week, but when particular people from the guidance, the counseling center, piggyback on my email, they make it rain, and they certainly mm -hmm. did for this particular person. And we really had this, this 
particular student's back and really covered her in just two days. And that's the one thing that stuck out in my mind is what a nice way we're able to help people. But again, it's kind of, in my mind, it's the one kid at a time. We do the, the backpack and, and, the, and the food pantry as well. But this one really stood out for me and I think for a lot of other people too. Yeah, I guess kind of just to add to that, um, something similar happened. I wasn't directly involved, but one of our counselors was, but she was um, asking the team for um, clothes for um, a young student. Something happened where they, you know, they needed, they didn't have any clothing at the moment. Um, I don't know these specifics, but I just feel like within like a day of her saying that, she was like, okay, there has to be other people that need stuff. Like we have so much stuff, like let's find another like another outlet for this because we've just gotten so much, like she just had an overwhelming amount of um, support so quickly. And I think that's kind of just a common theme here at Algonquin. Like if somebody says, you know, we need something or there's somebody in need, you have like 30 people jumping, like, how can I help? What can I do? I agree. I think the same thing at Post and Kill, just all of the collaboration, the teamwork, noticing when there is a need and jumping in to help. Um, I know we did have a student who was impacted by a fire and their family lost a lot of things. And we did do, you know, just a, a dress down fundraiser day and we were able to help and assist them. Um, but I'm really proud of our community service project that we put on every May. We, you know, through the character education team, collaboration with the PTA, just collaboration in general. So we're able to pick a community service project that impacts not just us and our community, but something bigger. We've done a walk for water in the past. Last year, we did Heifer International, where we raised funds to be able to help um, children in other countries be able to provide food by buying a heifer for them. So we've done a lot of just really cool community service-based projects, and I'm really excited for what we'll brainstorm this year and what will happen with that. So I think one of the um, things that I'm most proud of to help out with is around the holidays, especially for our needy families who really need help trying to gift their children um, at the holidays. Um, and this year in particular, we had a senior center that approached me and wanted to, to help out a family. So I had a relatively large family that needed a lot of help um, for the holidays. And this kind woman, she coordinated all the efforts with me um, and she was so excited to just share the experience that she had with the seniors. Um, they all took jobs like dividing up the list, shopping, they separated gifts. And she was even saying they sang Christmas carols together as they rapped. And she shared stories about she saw smiles on residents' faces that she had never seen before. People who were always shy and withdrawn came out of their rooms to help and so you know, help out and to socialize. And it was just an amazing act of kindness. It completely warmed my heart knowing that not only it's going to help the kids have a Christmas that's filled with joy, but all of these seniors had so much joy, if not even more than the kids did. So I just, I wanted to share that. Thank you. Those are all uh, great stories again. So we've talked about the past. What about going forward? Anything coming up that people can look out for uh, in their inboxes from the district or from your buildings? I know at the middle school, um, Builders Club, um, they're having the Commissioner of Aging do a visit um, to talk to the students about delivering meals um, to different people in need. And then this spring, um, SLAM's holding a hygiene drive. Um, and then they're 
Um, they just did the candy cane gram for the first time this year. And I know the students are already talking about if they can do something similar to it in the spring to help with the food pantry. So just a couple of things. At Post and Kill, K-Kids have their um, chemo kits that will be coming up where they will be collecting and building chemo kits for um, different hospitals within the community. We also have um, our spring fling coming up, which is um, a K-Kids event as well. And that's going to be to collect money to send some of the Post and Kill students to summer camp this year. So we're gonna collaborate with the town um, and have a staff-led fundraiser, so that raffle, so that we're able to collect money to send some of our Post and Kill kids to summer camp. Um, we Over at Miller Hill, we do our MLK Day of Service on Martin Luther King Day. Um, and that's a day where um, the students work with the PTA. They do all sorts of community-based uh, projects. They make food for shelters. They make toys for the animal shelters, um, dog treats for the animal shelters. And this year, we're doing um, hospital care packages for um, Albany Med. Dr. Franchini, you stole a little bit of my thunder um, earlier. Um, I was just going to mention that, that, you know, there's always a need for fundraising um, for the backpack program. Um, even though we do have the generous support of staff, we welcome community members to donate as well. Um, and that information, as you said, is on our website. Um, here at West End Lake, we also have the Read for Ronald McDonald House coming up in the spring. Um, last year was our first year doing it and we, I can't even give you the figures, but we exceeded our goals. I think we keep, we kept raising the goal because we just exceeded it. Um, and, you know, that's such an important cause for families as they're going through those medical crises to have the Ronald McDonald House available to them. And that program also sends some of the funds back to the the school. So we can use that as our at our discretion for other um, needs that arise here at the school. So um, we have those two things coming up. We, we know that students can't do their best work and learn and be available for all that we hope for them to, to, to do at school if they're hungry, cold, tired, don't have access to the things that they need to feel safe and comfortable. So it really, the needs that we've talked about filling so far today, um, I mean, that's that's the basic needs that we help meet for these children so that they can come to school every day ready to learn and do their best. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us. I know this is, uh, we're, we're recording this right before the vacation, so I know people have a million things going on, and we appreciate you taking some time out to talk to our listeners about the great things that are going on. And thank you, more importantly, for the work that you do. Uh, all this stuff does sort of fly under the radar, as we've talked about, and is all done with really good intentions, and um, it really benefits our students who are in most need of, of these little breaks that they could use. So thank you very much, and have a great holiday. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. See you next time on Every Student, Every Day. Thank you.